Everyone who knows my next guest will always say, isn't he a father of two girls, six dogs, a streetcar racer turned hotelier and married to a superwoman? Well, yes, that is how you would describe Avi. Some will say, isn't he the guy who has a hotline to Gary Vee and some of the biggest names in the business? Some ask if he's the extraordinary digital marketeer and also the master of micro videos. Well, the answer is yes to each and every one of those questions. However, apart from all those things, he's also a good friend, a fellow coach, and above all, a great human being who touches the lives of whoever he meets in a positive way. Watch this episode with Aviaria and you'll see what I mean for yourself. Have you ever been knocked down and found it hard to get up? Have you ever been knocked down and bounced back to come back even stronger? Hi, I'm Gaurav Bhagat and you can call me GB. And welcome to the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. A fortnightly podcast where I speak about persistence, perseverance and overcoming the odds to come out ahead. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of the Smashed Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. The podcast that has exceptional conversations, exceptional people. And today I'm proud to host yet another exceptional person. My guest today was bullied. He was beaten. He did some beating of his own along the way as well. And today inspires millions in India and around the world using the power of video and digital like no other. A father of two girls, six dogs, a streetcar racer to Hotelia and married to a superwoman. Welcome, Avi. How are you, my friend? Thank you, Gaurav. That was fantastic. I love that. Um, I'm doing fa- I'm doing fantastic. I think it's the best time to be alive and I feel fantastic as I'm exactly 30 days from my 45th birthday. Love that. And, um, you know, interestingly, I think you left India, it was maybe like 19 months ago before the pandemic the, before the pandemic hit and you still continue to be in Vancouver. It must be well, well after 11.30 p.m. for you today. So I appreciate you being uh, on the podcast today, first up. No, no, anything for you. Firstly, I would wake up at any time of the morning or evening for you. But uh, uh, 12 midnight is, you know, I've, I've got bad uh, time management. So I sleep late, I get up early because I have to manage my office in India. And I've, I've left in July. And right. so July to now, yeah, I've been away. Okay, about 15 months now. Wow. Yeah. So brand Aviaria, it's on fire at the moment. I mean, you've built a community with lakhs of people on it. You run multiple businesses, uh, all clocking uh, several million dollars of top line now. You're followed by the likes of Grant Cardone and Gary V. Uh, just to name a few people. So truly, truly, truly come a long way. But it wasn't it wasn't always like this. Like uh, So interestingly, we went to the same college and I remember you being the real wild child, you know, hanging out with the Pavans and the Gauravs outside Bhagat <laughs> Singh, more time spent outside college than inside college. Talk us through some of those days as well. Many of my friends who happen to now be living in Canada, who were my college and school friends, and we live like five minutes from each other. You know, we're just so blessed to have some good friends here. Mm-hmm. They insist on telling me, and they're all, you know, by the grace of God, some of these people are really successful. And we talk about stocks and we talk about real estate. Oh, I wish I'd bought that property on the water. And I wish I'd, they're like, you know what? We wasted those five years in Bhagat Singh. And I'm like, yeah. you can never convince me of that. Those were the best years of my life. Because I remember, there's one thing I've never said on any podcast. My 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 dad had gone through a family separation with, you know, with his extended family. Lots of yeah. drama had happened. Yeah. So you know, he had we had sold the house. We had no house, rented house, and no car. Had sold yeah. both cars. Took my grandfather, who was an army officer, his old car. So we had, my dad was starting from scratch. He never he was never unhappy or told me mm-hmm. that you know life mm-hmm. is rubbish or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the situation was not gloomy at home. But still, we knew that, you know, we don't have a big house anymore and, you know, we can't all of that. So dad was, dad and mom used to have conversations in that new apartment we had shifted to, uh, rented apartment. Should we send Abhi to modern school or do we have to pull him out because modern school has a high fee? That We had gone to that situation. Damn. Now, here comes a boy who comes and says, uh, dad, I membership a <laughs> So my dad is like, my mom is like, are you crazy? Do you know what we are yeah. going through? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm just asking you. I mean, mana kar do. Gaurav, at that time, it was 35,000 rupees. Yeah. 
and we had spoken to some people who said we'll get it done. Now that was like a it was not even like a platinum card. It was like having yeah. dinner with Ronaldo. You know, it, I don't know. It was like of the course, golden NFT course. that everybody wants. I remember my dad's answer. He told mm-hmm. my mom. He said, "Hang on." My mom went off. How can you talk like this? You're the eldest son. You respond. You know what we're going through in mm-hmm. life. My dad said, "Hang on." I remember that conversation as if it happened yesterday. He said, "Hang on." He said, "Our situation will go up and down in life. It'll get okay, but his youth will never come back." He said, "Abhi, I'll get wow. you the check next Saturday." And mm-hmm. till date, I've had so many conversations with my dad when I've hugged him and I said, "Thank you for that check." And he's like, yeah. "I don't even remember what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. But I was like, that changed my life because five years I met yeah. the most interesting people from different. It was like going to another school. And it was you know like there were only three hundred fifty people in India who in Delhi who used to party and everybody knew true each that. other. There was lots of you know camaraderie, brotherhood, and all of that. So right. those were the best years. We used to go. We used to yes, you know, we used to hop by Bhagat Singh just to see what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was all that college had. So I don't regret that at all because life is not supposed yeah. to be. Yes, maybe yeah. I'd worked five years and I'd you know maybe I would have been like some of my friends in McKenzie's or Deloitte or I would have made some more money, had some better investments and all of that, but. Yeah. I would, and I would have liked that life as well. But I don't think I would have traded it for what I got. No way. Nobody in this. Nobody. I mean, you and I know those experiences when we share with people. They no people have not had that kind of a life. So I'm. 100%. That was the best five years of my life. Of course, and I totally agree. And uh, interestingly, uh, even at that time, I was at the cusp of uh, you know big changes in my life as well. I mean, we'd come from a very uh, well-to-do family, and and my dad, uh, and uh, again, talk about coincidence, had a bit of a crisis uh, himself. and for us it was about you know traveling the world and of course you know oasis and gungrus were the you know the happening places and we were always there and then from there to come home one day and figure out that you know we were busted and everything's gone you know uh, life changing moments but i think perhaps you know maybe in some of those instances and in those moments i you know are what define us today and what we've also become uh, you know in due course so that is that is my belief and thank you so much for sharing that one as well but you want to always the the rebel with our cause right uh, when you were younger maybe in your pre teens i think 10 11 12 when we spoken about this once or twice before um, you were overweight you used to stammer and kids love a soft target okay we've all 100%. been there we've done a bit of you know bullying ourselves as well um so obviously you're being picked on by people in your school as well um tell me about those times as well because that couldn't couldn't have been easy um at all no so so you know so i was i was extremely overweight and i was i was uh and i used to stammer a stammer a lot and then my mom used to take me for therapy so the stammering went out of the equation faster than because i was like i can't deal with so much pressure i need to fix one thing so one thing you know i think got fixed in time but the weight mm-hmm. problem would just not go and um it's uh it it was i i love people i love talking i love telling stories and the thing was that everybody whenever i told a story the first thing that they would see as me was oh ye to mota hai and i was like at least listen to me dude i want to talk to, i want to connect with another person why is that always coming in my way so it was it was nothing short of, uh, short of non stop never ending torture for the longest time in my life and then when i you know when i was approaching my 12th grade and whatever then i started getting into working out and all of that and then total transformation happened in 3 4 months because you lose weight faster when you're younger whatever <laughs> total transformation happened and my gym became my best friend and anybody my my criteria of a good friend was somebody who had 16.5 inch biceps mm-hmm. and that's it so jo bhi tha it could be a it could be a you know somebody from a gujar village who was and i would yeah. go there and have lassi with his house with his house or it could be somebody else who's living wherever but i was only surrounding myself with people who were big and got up at 4 in the morning slept on time had proteins all of that mm-hmm. so i that became my you know my thing in college but with right, that right. with that i got aggressive and i started getting into you know fights because when you're big and you're working out and all of that so yeah. then i got into a little bit of that which uh, which i which could have taken me down a very wrong path but i always had very good friends like you know most of them so i had very mm-hmm, good friends mm-hmm. when we whenever we made a mistake or said something wrong to somebody and we were mean yeah. to somebody in our words yeah. we yeah. felt bad the next day and we many times we went drove down and there were no phones at that time to go down and yeah. told the people oh, yeah. i'm sorry dude why shouldn't have done that and all of that mm. so 
so i think i had very good friends who didn't let me become a bad person permanently i did was right. a bad person in between did some make yeah. some mistakes yeah. Yeah. regret yeah. some of those things that i have said to some people a lot but i know i'll never say that again but i also know that um, uh it didn't define me for more than you know just that duration of time i get that yeah amazing uh, you know from going from someone who was um, actually um, struggling with um, stammering today a global speaker speaking on some of the biggest stages in the world sharing that stage with some of the most exceptional people so you know kudos on that one and also i think where you mentioned that you know yes you know you were picked on yes you were bullied and you know maybe like i said you did some of you know your hitting back of your own but you realized that this is also a path that is not right and the world is a better place for that as well um this is of course the smash bash you know yet not dashed podcast so we talk about a lot of those smash bash moments and first of all you know thank you for just being so candid and and sharing uh, you know really appreciate that i'll take you back to another smash bash moment uh, march 2020 are you running in den mogul's 225 employees four more on the rolls and then lockdown happens and now in den mogul's as a company for those of you know those of our listeners who didn't know this has a lot of hospitality clients i think you know hotels have been something very dear to your heart and you've been able to really scale in that space and we all know what happened to the hospitality industry immediately in the aftermath and also since so i'm sure many of those contracts got affected i'm sure it was really really stressful so talk us through um, some of those times as well so god i remember uh, you know i was uh, in my office and i was uh, you know i was uh, we used to play our video games in the office we had those you know retro games and everything so and i was like not in the mood for working i created my office with that kind of a you know vibe so i can go there when i'm feeling stressed so i was in that mood of not working and doing something and then all of a sudden my teams are coming in and saying we're hearing this we're hearing that that's happening so you know we should talk about it next week now i'm on my verge of leaving the office going playing some video games and i'm like what are these guys talking about and if this is true i we cannot discuss this next week this has to be discussed right now so around 8 o'clock when the entire team is leaving i told all of them you can't leave nobody was happy i said no you can't leave everybody come into my cabin let's order some fresh hot tea and let's start making calls to other friends and other companies what is happening and all of that so people said prepare for the worst send your teams home and all of that right. if i send my teams home who's going to take care of the client they said no there are no clients clients are sending their client their people home but what about our monthly retainers if they're going home mm-hmm. but at least those are coming right I said what do you want to talk about monthly retainers uh you'd first tell us about our salaries so i'm like i don't know about your salaries till the monthly re- let me let's just figure it out so those few hours were nerve wracking i called some of my best friends i called my dad and everybody and you know like i said i'm surrounded by people who never let me crash and burn so we figure it out then but we left the office at 12:31 at night with a plan to say let's start sending half half of the people have laptops half of them had desktops people right. who had desktop we called the we called people and said truck mein dalo laptop inke sabke address dekho sabka print out nikala excel mein सबके घरों में डेस्कटॉप इंस्टॉल करके आओ सो दैट दे हैव अ प्लेस टू वर्क फ्रॉम एट होम सो घर बट व्हाट अबाउट द पीपल जिन्होंने अपने घर जाना है अच्छा यार तू अपना लैपटॉप उसको दे दे तू इसका डेस्कटॉप ले दे यू आर अ डेली गाय दैट गाइस इज इफ इन अदर सिटी सो ऑल दैट ड्रामा टुक आई थॉट इट हैपन इन 24 आवर्स रात को करेंगे वी क्रिएटेड सिस्टम चेकलिस्ट एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड व्हेन आई वेंट होम एट 1:00 आई कॉल्ड एट 4:00 आई रियलाइज्ड द होल सिस्टम इज क्रैश्ड दे डोंट नो हाउ टू मैनेज ऑल ऑफ दिस सो इट टुक 1 वीक टू फॉर दैट सिस्टम टू हैपन so we were we were able to map who's got which system who's going where what is happening and all of that so within one week at least we were still one week ahead of i think when kejriwal and all these people made a daily lockdown and all we were one week ahead of time and we had done wow. everything to send people home so that way i was okay that the team is taken care of and the work will happen on time and all of that and nobody's going to get sick but right. my problem was what's going to happen to the monthly retainers so we worked yeah. with at, at that point in time about 400 plus monthly retainers had to come in every month you know from a check right. of 10000 rupees for a software to 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees for a retainer then lots Correct. of invoices that go out and negotiations are... Correct. what's going to happen it's like how can you even talk to a client like that at that time i said i cannot not talk to a client so we spoke to we said 10 of our biggest clients some of them were in delhi some were happening to visit delhi and i i went with my core team and i went to their offices and they said see here's the situation mm-hmm. retainer slashed by 50% as from right now right. and we're not going to pay you for the next two months as well and this is the situation today nothing is going to change i said what about the next two months i have so much to he said no this is what's going to happen 
that's fast changed because that 50% became 75% in the next two weeks because their like situation yeah. deteriorated. Yeah. yeah. So I came back to the office saying, what should I do? Should we get, should we tell people to leave? Should we fire them? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, should we, should we do 50% off? Should we do 75% off? Should we do zero? Uh, so we that again, sat down with the core team and said, what should we do? So they said, there are some people who in our office who live month to month. They don't yeah. have the buffer. So then we had to create a separate, there was, there was no blanket rule. We had to create separate rules for people. Like, you know what, you actually are okay. You're sitting at home, right? So mm. you, you take 50% off. The other person, like, yeah. give, that guy is only taking mm. 25,000. He has to get his full right. money. So right. we'll all have right. to compromise. So these were not easy conversations to have. My God, you know, you I'm see sure. the true nature of people when they're put through adversity. I love my team for, for all the support that they gave. But I also saw a side of people which were everybody for themselves. It had become yeah. like that. So to go through that was was the biggest learning experience of my life. That you know you always have to have cash buffers, and at the same time your credit in the market is not your cash that you can use. I had so much money in the market, I had no issue. I was like, I'm sorted. I've got enough money for the next few years. But that money instantly was blocked. So I was like, where is that money? I was banking on that money that's not coming in. So that was another learning lesson. And uh, I remember what I came back. So coming back to that first day when we finished, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the very next day I was like, I don't know what to do. So and I was I was parallelly trying to spend more time with my family and kids. So therefore I was trying to take everything online. So I was right. doing lots of webinars. Once yeah. a week I would do a webinar of five hundred people yeah. and sell a small seven thousand rupee program. And oh wow, this webinar thing is growing good and all of that. Mm-hmm. When this COVID hit, the very next day I wanted to just talk to people because I I, had, I was full of so many emotions. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to talk to people. And when you talk to people, you inspire people, you get inspired on your own. And all of us, you and me, all our speakers, we all know that we are all doing it for ourselves. You know, people say, right. wow, aapne mere ko inspire kiya, main aapne mm-hmm. kar mm-hmm. And thank you for getting inspired in the process. So I went online and that day, seven, eight hundred or maybe thousand people came. And that was, yeah. we, we yeah. just started the ad two, three hours ago. Normally we take a week to get 700 people. It just showed that the market is dead. They, they wanted people, everybody is home and they wanted sure. to talk. Sure. That webinar, we had a sale of some five, six lakh rupees. Mm. I was like, what the hell is this happening? Now I can take care of my entire company with this money. After that day, 75 days, 75 webinars, we didn't stop, non-stop. There were days we were doing three webinars. So I think we we did over 2.5, 2.2, 2.5 crores in revenue in 75 days just from Mm -hmm. this new source, Mm -hmm. complete new source. So that sort of, and now 15 months or 18 months later, that is another business on its own. It's got its own team. It's got its own co-founders. It's got its own, this thing. It's taken off a life of its own. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, because everybody on the, everybody was saying, don't waste a good pandemic. These are opportunities. So I was somewhere, I, I didn't know what I was to be doing, but when I'm looking, I'm watching Gary Vee. I'm watching all of these people. They're saying, this is the time to show your right values, your ethic. Where you're saying, save the money. Don't give it to anybody. Tell your vendors, I'll pay you after six months. Tell your, you want, honestly, that's what you want to do. True but that. you're like, no, don't do that. That's not the right way of doing it. This is not mm. correct. So you have two voices inside of you. Should I take care of myself and say, you know what, everybody for himself. Or should I balance it? So honestly, yeah. we balanced it. We tried to balance right. it. Right. So that I also survive and everybody survives. And we came out of this, like I was telling you in the beginning of our conversation. Came out of this, you know, with flying colors. We'll be, you know, mm. we're, we're, we'll be... We're almost about 80, 65, 70% back. By March, we'll be 100% back with way more profitability. Way more profitability than we've ever seen in 12 years. And we have a training and coaching business where we're training and coaching entrepreneurs and uh, coaches and, you know, small and medium-sized businesses as a a full-time thing on the internet moguls of the world school. So, but I'm not taking a day off. It took that. It had to take that. I could not could not take a few days off for this to happen. A mm. new business with short, to, total uncertainty with lots of hope and an old business which has got 12 years which I know if I'm able to survive through this period will come back yeah. because hospitality yeah. industry knows me very well and they, they will come back jumping to me. Understood. If only I can hold on. Yeah. But how yeah. long do I have to hold on? How much of my right. own money am I ready to put in to hold on to sure. earn it back versus this new? So that was, it's been a beautiful story of juggle. And another mm-hmm. one year, I'll be able to see everything clearly. And I'll be proud. The first thing I wanted to, I told my dad, I said, I want to be proud of myself this time. Yeah. 
you know i've been proud of my dad i've been proud of everybody but this time with everybody's experience i think every covid warrior like you got up you have such a large company and so many people i think we all need to be proud of ourselves once we see you know once the sun is back up right so that no and thank you for sharing and again um, i think one thing i've really admired about you is that you've always had a lot of foresight and you've always been able to anticipate situations way before they happen i mean here's a prime example where the lockdowns were coming everyone else struggled they had no option lockdown came and then they had no option but they were sitting at home because they had nothing they had no access to computers they were everywhere saying laptop bhej do ye kar do but you actually done that a week and days before you were already engaging in conversation you know with your customers with your clients so that's fantastic and i think i mean you've truly been ahead of your time be it you know in terms of coming you know with the books uh, with the entire you know digital marketing ecosystem i mean you were crushing webinars before um someone even knew what zoom was right and of course there's so many conversations are happening on this forum but i think you know that's uh, that's exceptional tell me about you know even this time period of course you've seen a lot of your contemporaries a lot of agencies a lot of your competitors who also kind of gone out of business what really you, do you think has been the difference between you know those that are going to see this one through come through and of course you know we're seeing this in the gifting space as well where i also run a company we were first seeing this in the coaching space as well where a lot of people have dropped off you know who were there before the pandemic and today they know where to be heard of even the gifting space i mean the other day i was having a conversation with someone and they like 50% of the companies are gone what is it that you've seen in your space and what are some of the differentiators that you think are setting those that are prospering and thriving from those that have crumbled crashed and burned i think there are two things one is uh see a lot of ego crashes happened during that time between me and my clients between me and my vendors and between me and my team members right and there were days we didn't people who were talking every day for last 12 years there were days we didn't talk i mean i you know we spoke before this podcast that we we we'll talk about things which i've never spoken about and i want to say that because i want people to realize that there is there is no magic bullet and you know there's nobody who's like i got it you know i figured it out nobody figured it out we all went through stuff so major ego clashes with people because everybody including me I, you know maybe i was a mean guy to somebody else and for somebody else he will be a mean guy to me right but we the one thing that i realized was abhi if you at this point in time if you stop communicating you're dead 100% dead that's just not going to happen so you have to communicate so we started and it and it money was not the saving criteria mm-hmm. if you give everybody 100% salary and pay your vendors and pay everything office rent and everything then everything was okay anyway what's the problem yeah. Yeah. the yeah. problem was to be able to get on these uncomfortable conversations with people and say i am here i'm standing there what do i give up smoking i give up drinking i'm like i need to take care of myself i can't get unwell unwell i need to be there 100% a because i was building a lot of coaching clients and they were looking at me like a i don't like the word but they were looking at me like a guru so i needed to be you know i needed to be responsible for them and at the same time i realized that this is not the time to you know to to take even 1% chance with my health because all those people are like okay we're standing by you because you're saying in 2 years everything will be okay i can't say okay now i'm unwell you know so i took all those changes for my health and everything and i said guys it's going to happen you have to trust me why so the best part is why you 100% don't know what's going to happen you are telling people to trust you right and that's what we have to do with that little glimmer of hope you show everybody the sun and then you go back and you know so you say sabko sambhal liya ab apne aap ko sambhalo right so that's what we did yeah and uh, uh that was one the other thing was 4 5 years ago I start I remember this thing I was I was you know I was woke up in the morning I'm not a early riser uh, I sleep late and I get up early so I'm not like I not a 5 a.m club I get up at 5 a.m because I have to for work it's not, I'm not I don't do it automatically like I'm not a happy 5 a.m riser but anyway so I, I woke up in the morning and I told my wife I said you know what um this is about 4 years ago I said I'm feeling worried I don't know how, what how things will pan out Uh, she's like why anything happened at work i said no i just don't know you know i feel uh, it's this i don't know what's going to happen with digital and all of that in the morning so i said i need to work with people and create a mastermind and this is what i'll do and you know oceans 13 that movie and all of that so my wife is used to me telling big bollywood stories and fancy plans about my life so she's used to that she's like do it he always 1 million percent supported me like she's always said get get on the next flight go meet gary v right now i'm like who's gary how do they yeah. even know me so big thing she's made yeah. me do she yeah. said do it yeah. so i remember the first person i called was siddharth and i said siddharth i don't think the next 10 years we can do anything alone we have to do things together 
we've not met a lot but we met each other we respect each other from afar let's create something together so it is like i like your idea within 20 minutes he set up a whatsapp group and it was i think called the superheroes of digital or something like that mm-hmm. and we created that group and then we added deepak and all of that so then we met all these people it was almost like ocean 13 meeting new people from different places somebody from coimbatore somebody from chennai and there's one punjabi guy lands up with these hoodies and all of that so mm-hmm. we we all we were a total mismatch and today we are like mm-hmm. we love each other we nine of us yeah yeah being creating that mastermind and saying only one commitment we made every sunday we'll meet and we will tell each other exactly what's working in our businesses this i have never seen anywhere on the planet i'm sure it's happening i had not seen it till then yeah. we open each other's dashboards balance sheets everything and say this is the money i made last week these are the things mm-hmm. that i did this is working for me and the other person has to be ready for the next call in that call to say okay this is what's working with me so we bet, two things have been happening a we work so hard to be able to belong to that club because if you're doing it i need to belong and b we want to help you so i'll come up with new ideas and say hey you know what got up that new stream deck thing that you're using if you put a yeah. atm mini with it it allows you to control these things and hey this is the link to that so everybody is working for each other because that thing was already there i had a you know i had another boat to jump on if things went bad here so i yeah. i was on two boats yeah. and so therefore i was ahead of time because i was part of a mastermind group and yeah. then obviously my my you know our our relationship with you and viraj also helped the lsd so we were together so you and you don't feel alone and you know you can go to somebody and say what's happening you don't feel alone so my biggest message to anybody who's listening is people who you people not people who you feel little uncomfortable in terms of see i don't know anything about the gifting business and how you can make it a 100 crore business and how you can win awards from pepsi i have no idea even how to reach out to a pepsi guy and say do work with an indian cup that's huge you know so I want to surround myself with people who are doing things which I feel scared of. Yeah. And when you're in that circle, it's not only getting in that circle. In that circle, you have to prove yourself again and again by giving more value to that person. Open up a Very connection sure. for your friend. Open up. Very you sure. get a, somebody says, "Hey, can you speak on stage?" You know what? Mm-hmm. Hey, can I can can my friend Gaurav speak instead of me? That is how you build a place. And then, God forbid, someday you have to draw from that well. you call up hey gorav can you help me i shall be there in 10 minutes so Great. building these kind of relationships yeah. help me tide through these times yeah now love that and thank you for bringing on the aspect of collaboration because again that and i, I had a conversation with said of course uh, you know two weeks ago he was on the podcast as well and he said it was all avi he said hadn't been for avi so none of the you know masters would have happened none of this would have happened and of course exactly the same thing happened with viraj you and i where we went and we were you know sitting and having drinks one day at the golf club and you know like, let's do something together and we like let's do something together and we like lsd and you know so leadership sales and digital happens of course really looking forward to 2.0 but again it takes an exceptional person with exceptional foresight to come into a space and look at people who are perhaps you know competitors but say you know what the world that we now live in the future that we are now going to be existing in is not about competition anymore it's about collaboration let's make the magic happen and of course it's exceptional to see what's happening with the masters i'm sure we'll do some big things in lsd as well just waiting for you to take the trip back but uh, again again you know and a thought ahead of its time people won't even talk about now people are saying acha let's you know collaborate and let's you know pool our resources and i don't want to have an establishment you bring the people this person brings the resources this guy brings the money you know blah 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 now collaboration is big but you were seeing this you know two years before and again i would just call and say that's that's uh, you know exceptional foresight and one of the really big things that i see in you as well so thanks god coming back to you know one of the points on the pandemic as well and you've uh, you know obviously not been able to spend uh, too much time previously you know with the girls and i mean both your daughters you know and your wife and i recall you mentioning you know how uh, you need to be doing you know more of this and and you were operating in in forget two different i mean <laughs> continents it's two different you know continents on on different parts of the world right so how's that been i mean of course i know the last you know, 15 months and all have been great because you've all been together you all in vancouver canada but how is it like for people to operate with those and, and you're such an emotional you know uh, yes. close person to the family um how has it been or how was it for you prior to the pandemic just having you know your wife and kids there um you here and of course yes you know there were trips and all of that but how really was that for you so got a you know what uh, thanks for asking that because a lot of people have you know including our mutual friend kira said write a book about it because only 
20,000 people in the world are going to read it, but they really want to know how to make this work. Sure. So the thing was that I don't know. See, you don't know. In hindsight, things are 2020. Steve Jobs said, Piche dekho, the dots connect. So nobody knows. So my wife has been my childhood sweetheart and I've always, she knows that I, even now she, you know, she can do whatever she wants if she, to make her happy. And she gives me the, she gives me 110% back. I can do whatever you ask me tomorrow. Let's go to Grand Cardone event. I'll say, yes, I don't need to ask anybody at home. And that's unheard of freedom or, you know, understanding that, you know, I have touch wood. <laughs> so with that, she fell in love with Vancouver. She said, I love this place. The girl should be born here. All of that. So I said, yeah, sure. Of course it should. I did not think of the practical consequences when I said yes. I came here. We were here. I took my first flight back. It's fine. I'll be there for a while. I'm missing the girls. I'll come back. And then when it when it started happening, like I'm needed like every week back. And, and then I'm missing school rehearsals here. And I'm missing those. Oh, you have to go for a wedding, but I'm not there with my wife. Or I, then I was feeling torn between two families. Then I was like, this is not good. And I love my parents like a four-year-old kid. I need to hug them every day. I need to say I love you to them all the time. So I'm that emotional with them. And I'm like, I don't want, why do I need to choose between both of them? And, you know, they, my, my, my mom and my wife get along like a house on fire. So there's no problem over there. So why did I create this own? So then I said, did I create this own problem by telling my wife, yeah, you do what you want? Because she asked me, should we do this? And I said, yes, you must do it. But then I said, and I asked my friends, I asked my family and I'm like, am I on the right track? Am I doing the right thing? Because I, I love my work as much as I love my family and people. And I felt, I felt guilty saying that, but I do love my work as much as I love my family. I don't look at it that way. I said, mm-hmm. India is the only place where so I can take care of my parents and my family. So this is equally important. Yeah. So, if this is equally important, I want it all. So my best well-wishers, my dad, my father-in-law is a great, great, you know, sort of a guide to me. And he said, right now your focus is you cannot, your work has to continue. And these, some of my friends said, to do boats you crash. I said, but I don't know how to jump on one. Some people said, my father-in-law said, in the army, so right. I kept on doing it. This if there is no way out, just keep doing it. They they will. So if there is love on every side, this is in hindsight. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad no love lost. My wife no love lost. My kids no love lost. Hopefully they don't blame me later. But so far everything is good. With all of that, my my team no love lost. In fact, they were happy because I'm not a boss who's on their head all the time. I'm traveling all right. the time, so they're okay. And then I made them yeah. co-founders and directors because I needed them to take care of the company and all that. So they've been happy with right. that. Right. So now looking back, I feel, uh, again, it came to the same two factors. You have to love the people you're with and you have to have constant communications. That am I doing the right thing? Am I being am I being away from you? Is it okay? Am I being a good husband? You know, am, are you still okay with me? I'm, you know, I, I, my daughter's like, sweetheart, I'm really sorry, but you know, your dads are there always with you. Are you okay? And I know you feel bad. And every time I go that you have a tear, I have tears. It's not good. Someday I'll, you know, make it happen. I don't know when, but maybe by the time you're 15. So I had those conversations, but with no way out. But then this pandemic happened and everything became online. And, you know, now we're all together. The most blissful 15 months. But what I'm trying to say is looking back, when you have no answer, uh, just trust, love and have communication. Unfortunately, yeah. if there was a family where there was no communication, they would have broken. So these are risks that you should rather avoid. But in my, in my case, I think it worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure, but though you miss your parents now because they probably haven't been able to see you in some time. 100%. Based on the day. bond that you had there, I guess that's something. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll be coming back to some kind of normalcy soon and travel will open. Canada, of course, has been exceptionally hard during the pandemic in yeah. terms of opening its borders and all of that as well. So at your core, you've always been a problem solver. I mean, you did in your hotel business, you know, you knew what worked there and you scaled that. You've done the digital business as well. You're now doing that in the space of education, coaching and training as well. So what are the problems or one of the problems that right now you've set your sights on and you're picking up and targeting next? Because like I said, you've been exceptional in that domain all through your life. See, Gaurav, I'm only now looking at it from the lens that this is how to solve a problem. I'm only now reading business books, you know, and I see 21-year-old kids who've read every business book and they're following every formula and they're going to be 10 times more successful than most people we know. I unfortunately did not follow a system of coaching and learning. I was a I was not a good student in school. Till, till the 10th, I was an exceptional student. First two, mm-hmm. three, four, five. 
after that mm-hmm. things when when the separation with the family happened or whatever yeah. i mean yeah uh, things just so i was not a good student in school not a good student in college but i i always wanted to act i wanted to tell stories and so i can now also i can i can close a deal i know 100% deals almost 100% yeah. i can close a deal because i'm a good storyteller i can yeah. i'm yeah. very very emotional because i was an overweight person so you, you know i cannot be rude to anybody i understand when people are going through pain and emotion and i pick up on pain emotion i'm empathetic that way so only now at the age of 44 i'm realizing that there is a value in structured education at the same time what do i already have i have empathy with me and i i can tell good stories i can have a good conversation mm-hmm. so with those two things i am saying what can i do now so at the core like this conversation has all been about me being as candid as possible i am you know what i'm trying to do and i did not understand i'm still trying to understand what is this purpose because something which is used in marketing often loses its charm for me you know purpose is a beautiful word but every coach purpose 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 mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about purpose anymore mm-hmm. so it's became mm-hmm. like that for me but at yeah. the core of it purpose means that you have to have something that you want to do so for me i feel an average indian wants to make 3 to 5 lakh rupees a month take home can change their lives they can take international holidays kids can go to it's a game changer but they're so scared of seeing that 5 lakh rupees ka sapna it's unbelievable i feel with what i have learned on the digital marketing front and all of that i can help lots of people come to that level of income and go beyond that so that is the problem i'm solving to be able to help them think once they think yes maybe i can do it then to be able to give them a school a school is school has got sangat sangat is discipline sangat uh, is company so right. then give them a school where they're like oh you know what now i've come to the gym i can't do it now you go to the gym mm. with four bodybuilders they will make sure mm. you have the you know your, your body is aching by the time So choose that I want to have a body like Ranveer Singh, or I want to have a body like Sunil Shetty. Then hang out with four Sunil Shettys in that school of Sunil Shetty making, and then eventually you will become Sunil Shetty. So, how do I make sure? Because I'm lazy. I've been lazy in my life. See, I'm I'm not lazy in terms if you see my ritual, but I'm lazy in my head because I know I can get back to my old days any day. Life and yeah. God have not given me opportunities to be lazy, but I know I can, and so therefore I see the laziness in other people. So I feel what they should do is. they should immediately put themselves in a company of people where they cannot not succeed so sure where will that happen that happened in school so that's why we created the internet moguls of the world school where yeah. we say people get three things discipline because i say when people went to school uh the most indisciplined people like me still went to school maths ka class kiya homework uh, social studies science sab kuch kiya because there was discipline sure garmi lag rahi thand lag rahi thi garmi lag rahi thi but bus aati thi subah jana tha to jana tha discipline Yeah, there was yeah. timetable to be able to do monday tuesday wednesday so structure tha so that was the second thing and third there was community there were friends so you could go through so these are three things that are missing in an entrepreneur's life today structure discipline right, and sure. community so right, that's what you know we said we create a school and have fun in school and yeah. break through people's fears and also talk about some structure to make money so that's i don't know if i'm solving a problem the one thing i want to solve is i don't want people to feel scared because i don't like feeling scared we all feel scared nervous anxious and all of that yeah but uh, but not to make 5 lakh rupees a month i mean that mm. should not be the you know your level of being scared be scared of making a million a month or whatever 5 lakh rupees ka jo fear hai i want to remove that so that's what i'm solving right No, exceptional, and I've been having conversations with some of your students, and you know uh, Ajay, etc. You know who've been GBA students, and you know have been, and vice versa. You know we see a lot of your people coming into our communities as, as well. And one thing they always say is that the value that Avi delivers is again 10x. Uh, you know in every possible aspect, and uh, and and super. And just you know, wishing more and more success uh, to you, and you know I'm sure you'll attract a lot more people. into that community as well and have some amazing things um, happen there I learned well. from you Gaurav we I see you you see you one year ago one and a half years ago you know when we were having conversation you were not speaking on stage you were not doing your or two years ago not your webinar all of that you the pandemic hit you got your green screen you got your camera you got your webinar equipment and you like I know what I want and you like drop off a hat abhi let's go we going to grand cardone event you know that yeah. these are not yeah. e- these are not cheap events they five 10 15000 dollar tickets you like i have to sure. go because i'm going to learn something and you went there and you had your notepad with you you're taking notes so i learn a lot from you man thank you hey, for doing what you do thank you 
yeah, like I said, you know, it's it's mutual because again, picked up so many things from you. I mean, even though the insights when I was starting, I had no idea how to use the power of video and the micro video piece. I had no, I didn't even have an Instagram account when the pandemic hit. Okay, I had no IGTV, nothing. And I'm like, okay, let me check out what Avi's doing and replicate, you know, because because truly, I think, you know, and, and you're very, very generous with your advice, both to Viraj and I, where you said, okay, let's get on a call. Let me tell you what I'm doing. Let me tell you what's changing. And again, exceptional skill because not many people, you know, actually go ahead and do that. Uh, so again, thank you for that. On the subject of learning, which of course you're so big on as well, who are some of the people that you're following at the moment? Uh, who are your uh, you know, coaches and mentors at the moment? So let's hear a little bit about that as well. See, the thing is, I am now very focused on trying to answer that question more. I mean, like till six months or one year ago, I had nobody. I mean, I'm not following anybody. Not because, because I learned from, I like the story of Gautam Buddha and how he learned everything and left his, I like that story. I like story of Swami Vivekananda a little bit. I like Ranveer Alabadi, the YouTuber. I love this guy. You know, I just love what he does. I've spoken to him many times. Yeah. There are yeah. many people who are my mentors who are, you know, doesn't matter the age. You know, I I always tell Ranveer in every show, I'm giving you a shout out. I love you. And he mm-hmm. says, whatever. So, uh, but, by far, the one person who stood the test of time is Gary V. Now with his NFT project and all of that, if you want to know what's happening in the future and how you should behave and everything. Okay. Now the new person who I'm in love with is Patrick Bad David. If you, I don't know if you follow him, Valuetainment. I haven't. The, by far, he says this is the best channel on entrepreneurship in the world. Can you imagine making such a big, bold promise and then living up to it? The guy is a legend. He is, uh, I think he was ex-Iranian. He was Iranian. Now he's Iranian-American. And now, he's, uh, you know, I, I don't know, maybe a billionaire or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's made, made a lot of money, but that has never fascinated. I've never wanted to go to people who are billionaires and had Rolexes yeah. or whatever. But yeah, yeah. what fascinates me about him is he he has an insurance company and he's got some 600 or 1,000 agents around the world. And all of them are selling for him. The way he scaled that business. And then he talks about every video of his gives so much value. I'm like, oh my God, no wonder you're not at that level, Avi. That's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Look at one video. Somebody's yeah. done research, then they've done yeah. something. And that one hour video on YouTube, like, oh my God. And I can go and talk. I tell 10 of my office people, you have to watch this or whatever. So I said, that Avi, if you're not at that level, you know why you're not at that level. So right. then my thing is when I fall in love with somebody online, I need to speak to them. Yeah. So I yeah. spoke to him. I interviewed him. In fact, my new book, which is coming out next month, which I've written with my daughters, he's given mm-hmm. the he's given a recommendation at the back of the book that every entrepreneur should read this. So, awesome. for everybody, he's my new favorite hero, Patrick Bad David. Wow. I'm definitely going to check that one out because yeah, yeah channel, didn't, didn't the name of the channel is Valuetainment. Yeah. So you're a you're a big guy on on the you know one of Grant Cardone's. Uh, core philosophy aspects and that's about overcommit and overdeliver. And you make no excuses as well. Uh, you know, so where does this really come from? And and what brings in that, you know, that confidence and that assurity? Because many people will overcommit and they'll disappear. Okay. But I know, I mean, knowing you for all these years, when you make a commitment and it might be a big, big, big claim, uh, you're gonna you're gonna make you're gonna show up and you're gonna make that happen. So where does that come from? Because that again is is very, very rare. I'll be on it comes from two things. It comes from making big commitments and not showing up in the past and realizing how rotten you feel, to be very honest. So I always wanted to be a nice guy and give it all. But then I became a nice guy, but I didn't give it all. So And I felt rotten. And some people showed a mirror to my face, you know, during my college days or whatever. Dude, you were supposed to. I mean, if you say, I'm, dude, I'm going to be, you know, in school, you were having parties and you were like, you're definitely coming. And then mm-hmm. at 10 people who are coming, you're like, oh, these people are coming. You're telling and then one person doesn't show up and you know, you're, you're a really bad person for not doing that. So yeah. in college and all, I didn't see, take those things very seriously, but I realized that those people felt bad and it was not a good thing to do. And then my parents, you know, they, my parents never said anything to me about anything, but when I didn't show up for other people, like, you know, anything, somebody's not feeling good. Somebody's not well, you lost right, it. Right. They were like, seriously, mm-hmm. is this how we've raised you? That was one. And second was my mom was an entrepreneur for the longest time as well. So my mom used to always do this. She was running a travel company and all the large Adidas and all of these large companies used to come and they used to continue coming to her because she used to make the best India tours happen for them. So she used to do this over, over the world. She never looked at the bottom line, how much money she's making. She's like, I need to make sure this. So that I got from her. And um, plus, I don't know. My parents have always made me feel super, super special about myself. One story I want to tell you, Gaurav, and I want all your audiences to listen to this. Please. I had a, uh, I, not once, couple of times I had a thing 
I love talking about dying, and I think it's very fascinating. It's scary and fascinating at the same time. So I, you know, I I I read a lot of books around dying and you know what will happen and all that. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a dream or I had a I wrote down in my day. I don't know what something happened in the months where right. I realized maybe I was daydreaming or I was you know night dreaming, but I was that I've gone I've died and gone to heaven. This is the theory that I have. I I go there. And the God secretary receives you and says, "Oh, good, good morning, Mr. Arya. Welcome." And so I'm sitting on a nice couch, and he knows I like good couches. I love. I don't like mm-hmm. chairs; they're very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? A good mm-hmm. couch, and I'm sitting mm-hmm. on a couch, and she gives me my favorite coffee. And you know how coffee becomes so cold, and you don't like it, and you can't heat it up. But she gives me a coffee which is hot throughout my waiting period. So I'm like, these people know how to take care of people. <laughs> She's like, you know, this is your iPad, and there's a big TV, and so mm-hmm. there's a movie that God wants you to watch, and then. He'll be ready for the meeting. Like you go to a nice dentist office. I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. I put on the movie. It's my life story from the day I was born to now, and how I met Gaurav and Viraj and A and B and C and everybody. Except, she put a heart monitor over here. Everything that I said, and how the how it made the other person feel. Oh my God, man! If Abhi is saying everything is possible, he made. So I feel euphoric in my heart through that monitor. If I said somebody to something, "Arey chhod yaar, tere se nahi hoga," and that person seriously made them feel small, I felt that as well. Wow. So the plus and minus of everything that I made made other people feel was going. My heart was going up and down, like euphoric and at the same time sad. And by the end of it, there was such a mixture of emotions. And by the movie finishes, and the secretary comes and says, "God is now ready to see you." I walk mm-hmm. into that room. There's only a white light. There's no God, but because He doesn't need to say anything to me. Though that heart monitor and that emotions have already told me where I stand in life, you know, based on what I've done to others. So yeah. that yeah. that one instance in my life, I think I'm like I don't want to fail in that test. I want to have right. more of such moments when people say, you know what, Abhi did this for me because that's what's going to give me a good good rate on the heart monitor. So, you know, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> that sort of a crazy thing that I refer like, to in my head. Love that. Like, just thank you for sharing that. You know, because. I think one thing that the world really needs uh, a lot more of today is it's just genuine people who mean what they say. Uh, you know, Abir, like based on what happened last year, and I'll, I'll talk about the coaching fraternity, uh, you know, the training fraternity first. I think what has really happened is that there's a me- there's a mega trust deficit. You know, people have really taken people up a path saying that oh, you know, there is the light at the end of the tunnel, and you will be, you know, this and that by the time this is done. And it could be three months later, a year later. You know, I mean, past the duration. After that, people they just feel cheated. They feel that you know, is this what I signed up for? Um, they're like, you know, what was promised to me and and where I've been left. It's it's unfortunately left uh, you know a, a big big uh, you know void in people's lives as well. And you know, again, thank you for doing you know what you do. Uh, and sometimes I, I hear this a lot. You know, people come and say that there is a certain set of people, a certain set of coaches, trainers, you know, who've now come into the business, and they're fairly well established in in their domain. Um, you know, and that gives them an unfair advantage. I'm like, excuse me. I said, बहुत जो हमने शुरुआत की थी when we started, you know, our own company मतलब धक्के खाए हैं बहुत auto में मतलब घूम घाम के deliveries किए हैं, you know, all of that. So again, it happened because of our value. It happened because of our culture. It happened because of our beliefs, right? And Cliche as it may sound, happened because of our why. Where we said, "Boss, commitment, de di to karna hi karna." Yeah. You know, and I just feel that there is a new set of you know uh, um, people that have mushroomed up, and they just thought it's an opportunity. Acha, abhi dhanda nahi chal raha, to coaching me ghus jaate hain, right? Uh-huh. And you know, uh, I think what's going to happen, and and then hence, you know, my next question would be in terms of you know your thoughts on the future of coaching and training, especially in India, because there has been this explosion in in coaches and trainers. and then obviously you know then a lot of people come back and say hey this is not really working this is not what i anticipated both sides the coach and the trainers and even the students so your thoughts on the future of you know coaching and training in india you know i, I don't know where i read it maybe when i was in the travel industry uh less than 50% of people who make a trip from delhi to go to masuri go to chandigarh and come back mm-hmm. right people people don't have the gumption human beings don't have the gumption or a strong enough why to be able to go the whole nine yards when the best way to test any industry is to when it goes through its downs so if people are ready to weather those storms then they're welcome to be part of the you know the victory club but uh, everybody will come in when they see people making money and now more than money what's happening in the coaching industry or of his fame instantly we, you 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 this this thing 
gives you authority you put a mic on and you're talking on stage automatically people want to take a selfie with you i don't know why that this has become the whole thing so now everybody say like, oh my god this guy is a speaker and everybody wants to become a speaker on stage why i don't know you don't even have a message or you don't want to do anything but everybody wants to become a speaker so at shuru mein har cheez aise ek there's a sheen but the sheen wears out and the people say that when you become a speaker you realize okay i'm speaking i'm inspiring people and at the same time i don't have money for my next flight home so yeah, yeah then do you still want to do it mm-hmm. and so that 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 i think it's a natural process of things for everybody to come and go and good the good people it's it's going to be a filter the good people will stay back the people who maybe good but don't have the resources or the gumption right now will go back and then they'll come back you know if they really like it they'll come back because everybody has a voice everybody is a coach everybody has the power to teach somebody but like anything else in business it's a long term process so if people look at it as a long term process and say i always tell coaches if you have a parallel business don't stop it sure this will take time yeah yeah once it starts yeah. taking off then slowly take your foot off the pedal on the other one don't leave and come here because what if it doesn't take off so true so true yeah. Yeah. and yeah. sorry so one more you. thing don't mm-hmm. i tell coaches don't teach something which is profitable what gaurav bhagat is teaching or what you know copy somebody yeah. else your mess is your own mess if you're bullied as a child and you can help people get over bullying teach that if you're living in a joint joint family of 20 people 100%. and you 100%. know how to take care of those people in a 20 and you know tomorrow teach men and women who are getting married into joint family tell them become a joint family peace coach yeah. whatever you want yeah. yeah your mess is your message don't think that this is not cool whatever you're doing you have to be one year ahead of people when you were in grade 8 and going into grade 9 one senior if you gave you books or whatever you were like oh my god that guy was your mentor he would do everything for you so you just have to be one year ahead of people in the curve and you can be a coach don't try to look for you know uh money coach or manifestation coach or whatever's working i'll do that do what sure that has worked for you in life Yeah, I completely agree, and I think that's uh, you know again um, something based on even on this conversation, I totally resonate with. And it takes me back to a conversation uh, which happened maybe about two and a half years ago when I was contemplating even coming into this space as well. I remember going and meet Paritosh, and Paritosh was of course you know at BNI, and he'd kind of set up that he was like the networking guy. He told me three things. He said, "Dude, whatever you plan to get into," he said, "Are you a D plus C?" plus a d plus c i think is what he said and i threw in the i later and i said okay what's the d and the c is the d is the depth do you have the depth do you have the experience do you have those things that you bring to the table you know do you do those things or not and i said you know uh, what i i i mean sales is my thing i've been selling since i was 6 years old i mean this is something that works he says great he said do you have you know the certifications do you have the the knowledge that you will bring is it you know stuff that will work for people and i said yeah of course grand cardon i mean you know he's proven it over 36 years and uh, you know him and i coming together will definitely help so he spoke of the d and the c and i think the element that i threw in in, in due course was also the i which is about intention so i think when you have a coach who has a d plus c plus i i, I think then you have someone who is you know out there to transform the industry and yes as you rightly said don't get swayed by you know what is in and trending because then you'll be you will never stand for something and i think that's very very important as well 100% like when i said micro videos gopal was the one who helped me coin micro videos he said you stand for this i said are you sure because when you want to stand for a niche you feel scared because you feel you're going to leave out on the other opportunities which by the way are anyways not coming to you yeah. but the day i said micro video and i started announcing it on stage why everything changed right. so stick for one you know go to your micro niche and stick to that 100% 100% so now we're coming to the one hour mark so we last two or three questions and really really enjoying this conversation i know we could go on for longer uh, yeah, as yeah. we have you know when we sit down and discuss lsd as well i mean we won't you know when it started and when it ended um let's talk a little bit about uh, and again i want to pick your brain on this because you've been fantastic on this uh, the core secret of managing your teams virtually you're sitting right now in canada you have teams in asia different parts of the country as well so how is it that you've been able to get them to you know stay productive uh, manage these teams virtually and keep the productivity up and growth in place like you have been because that i think is is a true feat that many would love to know about got to first see the thing is that it's uh, not been easy at all you know everything that could go wrong has gone wrong because you know people have them it's not only managing a team virtually it's managing a team virtually through these unprecedented times where they do themselves don't know some companies are giving three times the salary to my employees because they want them and everybody else is saying you can't get anything you know hang on to what you are hanging on to so then it doesn't again it goes back to my same thing that i've learned in my life it is not about the money only it is about communication so 
these are uncomfortable conversations to have but i have conversations with people that i want you to stick with me this is what i can give you now next year what do you want so we have something called a dream chart everybody fills up a dream chart what do you want somebody says i want a trip to dubai for my mom fine done i'll give it to you after 12 months is that okay yeah fine the other person okay. says no i just want i want a title the third person says i want to become a co-founder we made two co-founders in the last one year my dad was like are you crazy nobody gives away their company like that i said what are you saying they're giving away their heart for me during yeah. this time and yeah i have to give that they have I spoke yeah. to their moms. I spoke to their dads. You know, your yeah. son is making the wrong decision. Tell him to stick with me. So you had to go through granular and all of that mm-hmm. to be able to make it work. But the most important thing is, I genuinely love these people. You know, I genuinely love the. I don't love. See, I don't love them like I love my daughters or my wife. It doesn't. You know, die, oh my god. But I genuinely love them. If he's somebody's not well today, I'm concerned. I want to know what his report is, and I want him to be fine. Mm-hmm. And I want him to be what I. The one change. It took me one year. but the one change that is helping me right now is gorov every system that i'm building into my company is that i want to make my like we have a nine star rating a customer has to give us nine out of 10 minimum otherwise we're not happy i'm building that is very difficult but i'm building that for my team as well i want my team to be equally happy with me right wow. and i used to be earlier on i used to be scared if i tell them that you have to be happy means they will ask for more money and i used to be scared now i'm not scared because mm-hmm. a uh if it's more money then we we make a we'll work out a way of making money together right yeah yeah b the thing is not always about money it's about many other things it's just going out there and saying it has to be a win 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 which means your clients win your team wins and i have a team wins for me was such a cliched thing team wins team wins i'm paise de rahe hain sab kuch ho raha hai no 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 has to be more than that so individualized compensation plans which are which normally are left to hr because you don't want to have those you know difficult conversations is correct, what i have correct. done in the last one year love that wow yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. and then obviously like said, crazy sleep timings mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it takes a lot of heart to actually you know do that and um, again it's a conversation that i have been having with my teams as well where i'm saying that you know by the 25th of december 22 Uh, we'll actually have let go most of our stake in our companies to our employees, and everyone will have a stake, including even the person who's manning the security at the gate. So nice. you know that's that's my vision as well. So awesome, good to awesome. hear uh, you know that from your perspective as well. Um, let's just quickly talk about, like I said, concluding maybe three questions. Uh, the future of social media in India. Yeah, you know, we see a lot of guys like Nirial now who are talking about you know being indistractable, uh, disconnecting, switching off. Where do you see things really going on this space? Uh, you know, in the months and years ahead. I think it's just the beginning. Social media people only when the pand. I think social media is now only two years old. After the pandemic, people woke up to social media. Before that, people didn't know what it was. There were very few yeah. people. Yeah. Social media is not only looking at other people's TikTok videos. Social media is being able to say, "Hey, you know what? I saw Gaurav and Avi's interview, and here I went on Zoom and I clicked on Gaurav's Lacoste black T-shirt, and it showed a price with a link." Or Gaurav's link to Amazon, and Gaurav gets an affiliate commission. I can buy it, and I like mm. the chairs at the back. I bought two <laughs> chairs also by them. So that social mm. commerce, we're far mm. away from doing. You want to buy yeah. my hat while I'm talking to people? Hover over the mouse, and you'll be able to see where this hat is from, and you'll buy it from my affiliate link. So I'll also get a commission. So now when I do a podcast with Gaurav, we're all making yeah. money, and people yeah. are shopping. I see yeah. that happening because I. It, because commerce is not even started yet to that level we are showing ads which yeah. is i feel showing ads i promise you what in two years people are going to be laugh or five years people are going to be mm-hmm. laughing that ads was what was made social media big mm-hmm. it has this content ha- is not being monetized how what are we going to do yeah. if this content say if, if it was part of an inner circle course that thought we would monetize or i would say right. okay here buy buy my buy my you know usb cable here mm-hmm. buy link mm-hmm. now at the end of the mm-hmm. podcast or buy my book yeah. Yeah. but what i'm saying is everything that is available over here on your screen my screen while i'm walking right. you can right. click on everything and buy that is what social media will be and uh, and that's where i feel things are you know sort of going to go to and then this new metaverse thing when you you know where your 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 thing get into a new world now yesterday i was reading this report many countries have classified information on many things but these metaverses you get into the metaverse of a country there nothing is classified everything is accessible so we are going to go there right now like my daughter she took my daughter my wife is an army officer's daughter she's bringing up both my girls to be very 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 sort of um, you know uh, 
right with their money they don't spend money just like that but my younger daughter bought 20 she bought 40 dollars worth of uh, skin for uh, you know fortnite that g- game now yeah. why did yeah. she buy that skin because she wanted to look cooler in front of her other friends because you know i've got this you haven't got it then in fortnite in that game there's a giraffe if you get the giraffe you like the cool person in that metaverse you take off your glasses and nobody cares about that giraffe sure. now so inside those ecosystems what i'm wearing like for example if i was wearing those uh, you know nike the the jord air jordans it's like hey mm-hmm. some cool man oh mm-hmm. but now i can be cool inside their metaverse by by buying those gifts and purchases so all the companies are coming into those metaverses and doing right. all of that so social media is not even started it's going to be huge yeah. wow love that and come and think of it you're right and uh, again like so you see things before everyone else does so i'm sure they you know like your protege uh you know gary v you guys are on you know ahead like said ahead of the curve so thank you so much uh, you know for sharing on that one as well a question on you know coaching and training especially you know the online piece uh, which has happened obviously you know immensely in the last 18 months now but people have also started to miss as viraj would say the h to h connect right the human to human connect so live physical trainings uh I mean I'm at the GBA today and we haven't had a training here for 17 months it's where my digital team and you know uh, other people from the office are actually sitting out of so your thoughts on the return to live uh, the future in terms of live versus virtual versus hybrid uh, where do you see all this going really I think see the pandemic has proved to people that other that 100% live is possible so with that it's opened up a new dimension of people who are saying I can do more so you can have one mega event and 12 follow up events so i think it's going to be hybrid of that so one mm-hmm. event which is going to be wow you know like human beings are meeting face to face wow this guy really yeah. exists and yeah. then there will be people who don't exist because i see you know i see robots coming in very soon that you know there will be oh gorov doesn't exist there was a news one month ago there's this social media account of a character who doesn't exist and that person just got to have one or 2 million dollar deal to support a brand there's no person so this is also going to happen when we go yeah. there we're going to be like hey yeah. there's no there's god there's no human being called god of is he's just an avatar who i've met online he happens to be real and he's great when he does webinars we buy his courses yeah. but he doesn't exist in real life so i and oh. all that is already happening Yeah, and I love how you said hybrid. So possibly, you know, one large event, and then obviously, you know, putting people into an ecosystem of support where it can actually happen uh, digitally, where people don't have to make the trip or don't have to, you know, bear the costs of, you know, everything that is people associated with travel as well. People want to get away from their spouses, from their everyday family life, from their kids, from the madness of the home. Saying, "I want to get yeah. away and three days not be home and be a responsible ad- adult. I want to go and yeah. party with Gaurav yeah. in Vegas, and that's why I'll come for the event. All the learning I could have got virtually also." Hundred percent. <laughs> agree completely on that one. Um, so yeah, when do we see you back in India? It's been a while since you've been away, and when are we doing the next version of LSD 2.0? I know Viraj has the same question in his mind as well. So when are we seeing you back, and when is the next version of LSD happening? Well, I think today in the morning there was an announcement saying that the flights are opening up on the 27th, and uh, then maybe 29th October is my birthday. Maybe I celebrate it in Delhi with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to that one as well. and concluding question which i always ask everyone who comes on to the smashed bash yet not dash podcast is this so your advice to people of the world you know who truly have been you know smashed and bashed not only in the last few months but perhaps over even extended durations and they can't really figure out uh, a way forward uh, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel so your advice to you know people who fall into that bracket so firstly thank you for saying that people who when are going through a crisis even before this because this became a universal crisis so we all could relate to each other's pain but there were people who were going through a crisis before that and the both those poor people their worlds had shattered even before that and we were not empathetic towards them so everybody is included in this you know a bad time if we can mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel i feel see according to me the best thing in the world is to get a job right because i think if you want to be like gaurav bhagat go and send a micro video to gorov tell him what you liked about his last three podcasts what you like about his vision what is that one thing gorov keep talking about 10x your life so that gorov knows that you've genuinely taken time to listen to him then apply to him through a video say hey this is my family this is what i do and all of that I want to apply for a job first two months i'll work for free after that this is the position i'm looking at and by the way i know your company is growing this 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 here are two positions i can fill and this is what i can do for you people on the other side 
business people are always looking for the right people but the right people are saying hey you know what i'll send you my resume you take out the time to fit it into your system if you give a busy entrepreneur something to think about you're never going to get a reply people don't have time to think so therefore fit a video into that person's life and say this is what i can do for you and get into a job that you love doing and how do you find out a job that you love doing by working for an entrepreneur who you want to be like like i love patrick pat david if i could take time off i would love working for him so if i can work for him whatever he gives me i'll work and then i'll figure it out from there don't try to say you know what my 7 years experience got up please try to fit me here i mean i should get this much money no i want to be just surrounded by gorav so that that sheen rubs off on me do that in 2 years time you will become 25 30% of what that person is not only will he give you opportunities you will know how to start your business from scratch to be exactly like him then go ahead and start your business and getting jobs is not easy and don't call it a job because people for some reason find a job demeaning or you know lower than entrepreneurship i think it's the best thing where you're learning from somebody you love and you're getting paid for it so i think a job is a bet is the way to go in back into the market invaluable like thank you for that and again a very very different perspective from what we hear a lot of people actually saying out there where can people find you where can they reach you uh, i mean i'm too i'm sure that i mean of course everyone knows of yaria but there are some people who may not know you yet no no um, so where can they where can they find you yeah. ask kavi yaria yeah. so in my instagram handle is ask kavi yaria a few uh, you know a few of us have you know sort of we put good content there we have some interviews and all of that so ask kavi yaria on instagram is where i'm at and uh, just pushing myself to start tiktok very soon which i will lovely so in conclusion uh, thank you fam thank you my friend i uh, really really appreciate you taking out this time we've gone for more than an hour and i know exactly how busy you are and the pressure that you have on you so appreciate you coming out here and doing this today uh, ladies and gentlemen avi arya one of the most exceptional people that i have come across okay and someone who truly has been ahead of his time you've seen that you've seen that in the conversation we've had today as well follow him on his insta channel ask kaviarya look out for his youtube channels which is again got some great stuff as well and of course what i'll do is i'll go ahead and I'll put some content in the in the description of this youtube video and the podcast links as well um thank you abhi once again like i said exceptional and always great having a conversation with you thank you gorav i have learned so much from you and thank you for giving me your time